eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Joined, as always, on Tuesdays by 24 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong. Have no fear, people. It's blue, but it's 7 Sports. Um, and Steve's logoed up as well. So we're looking good today. We appreciate him being here, Steve. How goes it on a hardship day in the middle of football season? Hey, good morning, Daniel. Um, We are in day two of the Sam Ellinger era here in Indianapolis. Sending 60-degree weather down I-70 with a little bit of rain through Dayton into Columbus. Yeah, we've been very fortunate. I worked the chains at the local football game the other night had my long underwear put aside and it was 60 degrees the whole time. So we didn't make the playoffs, So I'm good. You guys uh, have a better quarterback in Columbus than we do in Indianapolis right now. I tell you what, I had someone go through this the other day and they were saying, what NFL teams do you think CJ Stroud could start on right now? And then it turned into what NFL teams would take Emeka Ebuka and Marvin Harrison right now over their current receivers. Do you think the Bears would have? I mean, the Bears, it's hard to – I would say yes, but the Bears, it's hard to uh, – They the offensive coordinator has not called plays that cater to Justin Fields' skill set. So that's been annoying to watch. Last night was pretty fun to watch because I think that Justin Fields can kind of be like that. and He can be what, like – 
Michael Vick and Kaepernick were able to do on very successful teams, so particularly Kaepernick going to the Super Bowl, but also he's got an electric arm. He does. can throw the ball deep, and he's got – and he's a young quarterback, so eventually the NFL game is going to slow down for him. I mean, like, I love Fields' skill set. I don't love the play calling for him. It's easy for me to say. It's not like I watch every play of the Bears, but I did watch them play the Commanders, and I've now watched them play the Patriots. And it was just completely different. So it was exciting to, you know, see him play well. And and uh, the Bears have a pulse, obviously, um, now. So, But when you, you, when you look at Ohio State's roster, there's a lot of early draft picks on the team. So, of course, you can say, hey, who wouldn't want to have a Mecca Ibuka? Well, he's going to hear his name called early in the NFL draft. So he's an exciting young football player. Yeah. Um, that um, of course, I mean, hell, the Colts would love to have more uh, playmaking ability in their receiver room. But you know who's starting to emerge is Paris Campbell. He's had a he is down in back to back weeks, staying healthy. Um, I think he's caught like seventeen passes the last two weeks. Uh, my kids like him. He got that. My kids got got his autograph among others uh, at the Colts training camp practice in the. In the fall, you know who was really cool to my kids was Taekwon Lewis. Sure. Uh, Quality was, Buckeye. Yeah, he was a nice uh, – I brought him up because I knew y'all would know him. But he he chit-chatted with them for about two minutes, you know. Um, it's kind of like a parade. Like the Colts players would just walk the rope and there would be a bunch of kids waiting for him. And my five-year-old, he has one of those Colts helmets that he was wearing and it had a bunch of autographs on it. And – then he's walking around the camp and you can just kind of see other people pointing at it. I mean, it just kind of looked hilarious that he had all these autographs and Sharpie on one of those like $30 helmet, the, you know, those fake helmets that little kids like wearing, you know? Uh, but yeah, there are a couple of Buckeyes here in Indianapolis. And the Buckeyes, if you ever deal with them as pros, that's another thing. They are ready to deal with the fans. They are ready to deal with the media. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, they are not coming from a small school in terms of media coverage. So those guys are largely unfazed. I mean, there are some towns you go to if you get drafted that the football is less important and there's less fan coverage than there is at an average Buckeyes practice. So it's easy peasy for those guys. But, uh, yeah, getting back to fields, I just – you know, sometimes you – there are people that I trust that have watched the Buckeyes for hundreds of years that think Fields is the best quarterback Ohio State's ever had. So I just can't believe he's going to be as bad as he was up to this point. And it has to be coaching. I, I mean, the late Dwayne Haskins, I think, was put into the absolute worst possible situation for him. So we are not going to stereotype Ohio State quarterbacks. And if Justin Fields isn't successful, then we should probably be hosting a podcast on gardening or something because I'm just so sure. I was so sure he's going to be successful. And this is the thing about Justin Fields that people forget. And you saw a little bit of it last night. He's the best athlete on the field in an NFL game. And that shows up really quickly. And also his physical doppelganger his, is Evan Ingram, who's a tight end. So when he breaks the pocket, you're talking about a tight end coming at you with four or five speed. I mean, he, he ran away from Matthew Judon last night on the Patriots. So I digressed early. Um, and I was happy to success. Go ahead. The city of Indianapolis, we, you know, I think that uh, 
the pulse around here is that we'd be we we we'd like to have CJ Stroud play for the horse next year. Yeah. I don't know if that we already have three wins, so I don't know if that already puts us out of the CJ Stroud sweepstakes. It may. We have three wins in a tie. We're three, three, and one. And I say we because the Wiltfongs are half season ticket holders, so we are invested. Sure. Um we're going that that one tie is gonna screw you. Oh, it could help us. That would say, hey, they uh, they were saying on the radio it could help us when they were uh, sugarcoating things around town here. Um, but uh, um, yeah, uh, that kicker was cut, uh, Rodrigo, after he missed that game winner against Houston. But uh, I love that would the be incredible, by the way, if you get CJ Stroud to draft Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and CJ Stroud. You should never move. And just feel like you're living in the promised land because that's you can't get any more fortunate than that. It is going to be interesting though. That's a, that's a, for this season. There's going to be a ton of chatter on, you know, C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young. I don't see Will Levis. I guess Anthony Richardson had a cup of coffee at the top, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think you got two guys up at the top, and you'd be thrilled to have either of them. It's not one of those. I mean, both of the both both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were impressive during the recruiting process. Obviously, knew Bryce a lot longer and earlier than I knew C.J., but met C.J. at the Elite Eleven Finals that year, and he was awesome. Um, the few days uh, that you spent time with him out there, and obviously, he had a terrific performance. Um, which kind of catapulted him into ultimately becoming a five-star with us. Um, had a fantastic senior year, um, but has you know he's just those are two guys that are impressive young men. This isn't like a Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf deal where one, one's going to blow you away and the other's going to uh, um, you know let you down. Yelp over the leader. Yeah, um, Bryce Young has obviously got a, elite personality. You know, um, he is a great a human that um, has has a unique a uniqueness to him there. And then with CJ, you know, everybody seems to love playing with him, and uh, my interactions with him have been strong. Yeah, I, my fear for both of them is the same in that when get picked that high you are going to go to a team that's not very good just like we've seen with Justin Fields Um, I'm not as familiar as Bryce's background but CJ's been on the best team with the best personnel around him and the best offensive line his whole career and when you go to an team and you're the messiah dude you're the savior they expect you you know Chicago, I saw some statistics. They, I don't know, they may have cleaned it up a little bit, but their offensive line through the first four or five games was like one of the worst of all time. And they still expect Justin to be successful with receivers who aren't as good as the ones he had in college. So it's a very big ask. And I'm not sure I see in CJ or Bryce that like John Elway hop on my back franchise physicality. So I'm kind of hoping someone up for him. The with Bryce, Bryce to me is he's just he's tough and he's you're going to get hit a certain amount of times in the NFL. It's like physics. Can your body at that size hold up to the pounding? I mean, is he much bigger than Tua? And Tua's just Tua is built like a tailback. I know, but he's taking a beating, dude. No, I know. I thought you asked me if he was built that, like. Tua. That's what I'm saying. He's less. No, than, Tua. 
Tua. Tua is a thick young man. Yeah, and Bryce is more of a, you know, point guard type. All right, we digressed heavily there. That's 10 minutes of Dan and Steve shooting the BS. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and try and figure it closer to our specialties. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back. We are uh, legally obligated to talk recruiting here. There has been nothing monumental on the recruiting front. Ohio State will be at Penn State this weekend. Usually that's a night game and the biggest recruiting weekend of the year for through TV regulations, et cetera. That's a noon game. So as you well know, guys who played on Friday night likely can't get to Happy Valley, which by the middle of nowhere you can literally see cows from the stadium. I don't know if anyone knows that about Happy Valley, if they did now. So we're not worried about that too much. We can talk a little bit maybe about what Steve thinks will happen in the game or not. But we do want to talk about one guy whose name has popped up later in the process. He was a Memphis commit, and then word got out, and all the big boys got involved. Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. Ryan Carter, linebacker. You crystal balled him to Alabama. Do we have any hope in Ohio, or should we just consider another defensive guy going to Tricky Nick? Well, I think that uh, Alabama is the leader going into the official visits. These programs that are getting officials will get an opportunity to make a move on Alabama. I just think that Alabama has kind of set the tone uh, in this recruitment, but you know. Ohio State, uh, talking to him, you know, he's talked about the opportunities I have there on the field and, and, and called him a good school. You know, certainly, again, I think you guys are playing from behind, but you get a chance here and, and, and who knows what a visit to Columbus will do and how to move and move the needle. And it's OK to take swing your shot sometimes and try and come from behind and win a recruitment. You know, I, I mean, he's been to Alabama for two games already this year, going to take his official for the Iron Bowl. He's been to Tennessee for a game. He's got his official coming up there. So and I think those are a couple programs that have been able to make an impression on him earlier than Ohio State. But Ohio State's an awesome place. So you get him on campus mm-hmm. and get him around your staff. And, and uh, yeah, obviously the product that, that's uh, happening on the field here has been pretty, pretty special. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I had someone say to me, they thought, uh, oh, uh, Al- slightly struggling. So, we should get in. My thought was, man, I don't think Nick Saban likes to struggle. And I have question that he probably amps it up on the recruiting trail when that happens. So, look, we do not want to be in battles down the stretch for defensive players with Alabama. 
Alabama. Let's just be honest about that. Not saying we can't win them, but uh, those are tough battles. Offense, receivers, etc. I defer to my boys, but when you're talking defense, Tricky Nick has just knocked us out so many times. It's it's disappointing. One guy I want to talk about who I think this weekend uh, he visited Penn State recently. He's an Ohio guy, and that's Jordan Marshall. I bring him up because he feels like the kind of guy that could be a Penn State, Ohio State tussle type. Your thoughts on Jordan? I know he visited Penn State recently. Yeah, he was at the whiteout this past weekend, and and uh, um, he's having a really good year. And uh, um, he's also visited Tennessee this year. Certainly, you know, Ohio State's a program that's always going to be a factor for an in-state prospect. Uh, um, so I, I don't really know the – exact pulse of his recruitment to be honest with you i'm just now getting to know him i I know he had a good time at tennessee i know he had a good time at penn state and i know he's playing well in that and i know that uh, moeller's having an exciting season Um, you know ohio state's in the mix for Jarrett gibson who's the number one running back in the country they've that's a guy that they've targeted and, and and there's some other guys they just offered this speedy tailback from texas john peoples uh, who's been more of a regional recruit, but I would imagine that his stock is going to soar. Um, but Ohio State's uh, identified him and like him. So we'll see what happens with their running back recruiting in the next cycle. Obviously, you know, they're going to, you know, they're with such with every position with Ohio State, they're looking for the elite guys in the country. And uh, they've identified Jordan with an offer. I think we'll see how that position takes shape moving forward coming out of the season. Yeah. I'm a little bit different with running back recruiting just because, I mean, super intoxicating to turn on the tape and watch a great high school running back. There are a lot of good running backs out there, and the backs that have come to Ohio State and the tougher guy. I mean, Mayan Williams was already has bags packed for Iowa State, and he's come here and thrived. So, And that was a later recruiting kind of thing. Uh, running backs almost – a position where I think one of these elite programs like Ohio State and your Georgia's and Notre Dame, not Notre Dame, but out can really just go into later in the process. It's not like recruiting a left tackle or a quarterback where there's so much physical characteristics issues. But um, I'm not worried about running back. Ohio State just, they're solid there. I also love Dallin Hayden, by the way. Yeah. He is a good – like if they had to turn to Dallin Hayden this year as the main back, that wouldn't bother me. I think he could well, handle we, it. They we, need didn't, back we didn't have a strong ranking on Dallin. We had a, a – uh, I mean, he was top 247. But, you know, so with, where I'm going with that is um, I felt like there were people on the front row that were slightly skeptical. Sure. Um, and I'm like, dude, this – I remember saying, like, this is the number one – running back target uh, or a top running back target, excuse me, for Ohio State and Notre Dame, like both schools absolutely coveted down Hayden. And uh, um, Lance Taylor, who's now Louisville's offensive coordinator, I thought he did a good job of evaluating prospects and recruiting prospects when he was at Notre Dame. And then certainly Tony Alford is his reputation. Y'all know it well. You know, he left down Hayden, was all in on down Hayden from the beginning. And uh, um, you guys led for much of that process and landed him. And, you know, we'll see what happens when his number's called. Oh, he'll be fine. Again, son of an NFL player. That's a recurring theme here. Ohio State's going to be at the point at some point where we're going to field 11 
11 NFL alumni on some, and I'd be very happy to do so. Um, let's finish with this. Did you expect Marvin Harrison to be on television and have a national, very reputable guy say he's going to be the best receiver in the world? Did you hear him say that, first of all, during the game? And he said that. He, five years from now, he thought Marvin Harrison would be the best receiver in the world, which is, I was trying to think, that's about the most hyperbolic thing you could say about a recruit or a player. And right. he was, I mean, people don't know, Marvin was not a five-star, you know, he didn't, you know what I'm saying? So it's very interesting. He's turned into, he, he's never made him, I, he hasn't had a drop yet this year. It's like, I don't know what to say about the guys. He's, he's his first X number of starts. I think he's what, up to eight, nine starts. He's had the best start to a career of any receiver in Ohio State history. It's not even arguable. Yeah, I think that uh, um, Ohio State obviously loved Marvin Harrison and took him in what was a very talented receiver class that they landed. But I think that even they are surprised at how good he is. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, he has exceeded. I mean, they're trying to recruit the top three best receivers every year, right? Right. And so if you get an offer from Ohio State at receiver, they think you're elite. So they thought Marvin Harrison was elite. So, but what I'm saying is, is I think he is better than they even thought, if that makes sense. Talking to people around the Woody. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I can't. It's hard to put into words. You should, like, uh, like I said, I used the word hyperbole. You know, you're talking about as two guys in the first round this past year, technically three the number one receiver in the country coming back who hasn't been able to really get on the field. And you could make a very statement that receivers should be the starters on the All-American team. I'm not even kidding if you go look at the numbers. So it's pretty great to be a Buckeye. It's great that we get Steve Wolf on in here weekly. We shot the S. It's great that it's a noon game. It is. They're awesome. Uh, They're the highest rated games, so people can – People that follow in recruiting can bitch and moan about how noon games suck, but the average joker out there, sure. and I include myself in that group, loves all the big games to be played early. I would take the shitty games for late, and if I want to watch them, cool. If I don't, even better. But put all the good games in the noon and three slots for Wilt Fong. I'm, that's what I'm signing up for. Just a couple of average jokers signing off. Have a good one, Buckers. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.